You are listening to Kingdom Faith, where we focus on the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. I'm Phil. And I'm Ben. (laughs) (laughs) And this week we're going to talk about parables. What's a parable? Why Jesus talked in them? And why why would they be beneficial for us today? Um, So Ben, before we get started, how about you tell us about your week? Well, Phil, if you can't tell from that intro slip-up, my, my <laughs> week's been a little frazzled. Today is Monday. We are recording on an off day, and uh, uh, it was a very busy day today. Mm-hmm. So I am ready to recover and ready to go home and ready to eat some tacos, because I think we're eating tacos tonight. Tacos sound pretty yeah. good. I don't know what we're eating tonight. No. We'll compare later. <laughs> I don't know. What about you, Phil? How's your week been? Um... Well, I mean, like you said, it's Monday, so it's just a start. Mine's also mm-hmm. been a pretty busy week, but um, Thursday, on a Thursday last week, uh, my shower broke. Yeah. So. Well, how did it break? Like, was it a funny movie break where it's just spraying everywhere and you can't turn it off? No. It just, it was um, like a steady stream. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I guess I would think about it as a steady yeah. stream now my wife would say i broke it but it just broke <laughs> i think there was a point in our lives where i ended up showering at your house and you guys tried to blame me for breaking the shower but i don't know do you remember that oh yeah because you adjusted the the shower head. yeah 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 you don't touch the shower head. <laughs> well, you, you you got a slouch i <laughs> i set your shower on a path that culminated in last thursday <laughs> yeah so when I get the bill, I'll make sure to, to send it to you. Okay. <laughs> so so what's a parable? Phil, uh, a parable, it, it's a story. It's a story used to teach a lesson. And, uh, you know, I think to some extent uh, there are almost two different kinds of parables because we have the parables, which are like the stories that Jesus mm-hmm. told in the Bible. And, and those are the ones we're kind of going to focus on. But, you know, we could tell a parable right here and right now. It's yeah. just a story used to convey a lesson, a moral, a meaning. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, Jesus taught in parables. Yeah, it's, and that um, was a normal thing back yeah. then. Um, you know, he, he didn't really start out that way, you know, in the synagogues. But when he talked to the people, he talked in parables yeah he talked in stories he he and we're gonna talk you know more about it but when you think of a a parable that is exactly what you think of Mm -hmm. you think of a story with a deeper meaning if i asked anybody to tell me what a parable is that has read any of the parables in the new testament they would probably say that exact same thing but but even the the dictionary definition, that's what the definition is. Mm-hmm. A short story with a deeper meaning. Yeah. Um, and I would say Jesus' parables specifically had some really, really deep meanings. Yeah. Um, very, very deep meanings. So, so I think a lot of people can wonder why Jesus talked in parables. And I, I don't think everybody would know that the disciples asked the same question. Mm-hmm. That the disciples asked Jesus, "Why are you doing this? Why are you talking this way?" Yeah. Um, because um, he hadn't he hadn't really done it before mm-hmm. until the, here, and he just gave them a very deep parable, yeah. and they are asking some questions. They don't know what it means. You know, why is he why is he talking like this? So, 
So here in Matthew chapter 13, starting in verse 10, uh, it says, The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, Because the knowledge in the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has... Ha- Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For the people's heart have become callous. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly I tell you many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see uh, but did not see it and to hear what you hear but did not hear it. And then he goes on and tells them what the parable of the four soils means. Mm-hmm. Um that's almost just as <laughs> confusing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as at least to us, the disciples probably at least had some understanding of what Jesus is talking about because he's mm-hmm. quoting Old Testament scripture. Yeah. You know, he's 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 fulfilling prophecy. And I think this is one reason why, it's very basic, but one reason why Jesus talked in parables. Yeah. To fulfill prophecy, to fulfill what's been said. And even a little bit more into chapter 13, he quotes uh, a prophecy from, from uh, Psalms. Mm-hmm. And basically says he's going to speak in parables. Yeah. Um, and, and it's mentioned there also in Matthew 13. So I think that's that's very basic. That's not the only reason. We probably won't even cover every single reason yeah. that Jesus talked in parables. Um, and th- some of them are pretty obvious um, that we're going to talk about. But I think it gives us a better understanding when we read the parables, when we when we listen to the parables, and how we should take the parables in as well. Um, so, but the main thing was, especially for the disciples, was to reveal truth, mm-hmm. things that were unknown, things about the kingdom of God, yeah. things that had been embedded in them from day one from the Pharisees, from the religious leaders that weren't correct, and Jesus was about to, to tell them the real truth um, and, and really just show them, you know, the, the things that, that they could know and they could understand. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important, but also to illustrate truth. This is the main thing about a parable. It's an illustration. It's a story. Uh, most of the parables don't even have real names. Mm-hmm. They don't have, you know... Steve is, you know, talking to to Larry or something like that. No, it's this man or or this lawyer. Normally, Mm -hmm. it's like a job position, this farmer. Um, It's something like that to to illustrate the story, to to kind of push the story. And it just helped the people understand it. Helped them understand what Jesus was talking about because Jesus was from above. Mm Mm-hmm. He knew heavenly things, and he had to to reveal the truth to us in a way that we would understand it in a very earthly way. The farmer did this, or or something like that. And 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 Ben here, he'll say you know a couple other different things, but um, 
like the like the word neighbor mm-hmm. he redefined what that word even was yeah you know when you think of your neighbor if you're not looking through a, a christian worldview um your neighbor's the guy next to you mm-hmm. your neighbor's the the maybe the house across the street or or right beside you or two doors down that's your neighbor but jesus redefines that word altogether in a parable yeah your neighbor is everyone your neighbor is every single person and and that had to almost baffle the disciples who were listening and the people that were around listening to the parable of the good samaritan and 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 just those types of things as well when you look at it in the context of of what's going on when jesus is telling some of these parables you can really start to see the power behind what he's saying like with with uh who like who's your neighbor that's the question that Jesus asked before he tells the the parable of the Good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. And it, he says this because he was just talking about how you should love your neighbor as yourself. So you should love your neighbor as yourself and everyone's your neighbor. That's a really <laughs> powerful statement even right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's also uh, inter- interesting and important that uh, when it comes to parables, especially Jesus's parables, is that he wasn't trying to slip up anyone. He wasn't trying to trick anyone. He it was a very black and white thing. He wanted the disciples to understand what he was saying, even if that meant explaining it later after mm-hmm. everyone had left and gone home. And he wanted to keep things hidden from the people who wanted to understand or didn't want to understand, namely the Pharisees. Yeah. There was certain things jesus just didn't want want to be revealed until the time was ready and so he spoke in these parables that sometimes no one understood (laughs) (laughs) and that's hard for us because we get the whole picture right now we can see everything but back then they didn't they didn't have the whole story right in front of Mm -hmm. them and you have to think too that he has people waiting for him to trip up mm-hmm. so that they have we have every right according to the law to kill him yeah um and i think this is one reason why he did speak in parables to kind of hide the truth a little bit we're not really sure I, what he means we better not stone him <laughs> just yet <laughs> yeah but just really for those who wanted to understand it, those who who needed to understand about the kingdom, not just looking for something to mm-hmm. to kind of hold against Jesus. And I, we talked a little bit about about it before. This idea that they thought his power didn't come from God; they thought his power came from no. the devil, you know, Satan, um, demons, mm-hmm. all these different types of things, because they didn't want to know the truth. They didn't want to hear the truth in the parables and let alone outside of that. When If he would just come out and say, I'm the Messiah, I'm God, all these things that we know because we have the Bible, yeah. who Jesus is, if he was just to come out and say that, that would that would be their ticket. Mm-hmm. That would be their ticket to to say, oh, he blasphemy, he, 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 he's got to be stoned. Yeah. And it wasn't time because God had a perfect time for Jesus to be sacrificed for our sins. And this is a very deep part of why he spoke in parables. But I think it it kind of does help on situations like... Because I, t- I talked to my wife about this when, when, when this idea came up. Mm-hmm. This idea that um, 
sometimes these parables are harder to understand yeah. than if you just come out and say, I'm the Messiah, I'm, I'm the Son of God, I'm God. All these things that are hidden inside these parables. Um, but then when you think about it in a bigger picture, a bigger context, like you were saying, Ben, you understand it a little bit more. You understand why he spoke a little bit deeper and a little bit more just black and white um, on certain things, but he didn't come out and say, I am, Yeah. in which he will later do that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gives them the ticket to be like, okay, you know, we're, we're coming after him. Yeah. So I think that's definitely a deep, deep part of the parables. Mm-hmm. And not, and not getting hung up on the little things, too. Like the the parable of the persistent widow, yeah. where we see this widow who just keeps on banging on the door <laughs> of the judge to give her justice. And the judge eventually just says, I'm just tired of this woman. I'm just going to give her what she wants. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hard to understand because we want to, we want to think, oh, we're going to ask God and he's going to graciously give it to us because he agrees with us. But that's not what this parable says. This parable says, this, like, I don't care what this woman wants. I'm just tired of her nagging me. Like, we're not supposed to get caught up on those things that can kind of be like, well, that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, we're just supposed to see the moral, mm-hmm. like the deeper meaning behind the parable. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad that, that Jesus spoke in parables because there are concepts that, um, he talks about heavenly concepts that I don't know if I would be able to apply them to my life if he didn't put them in that type of context. He didn't. He didn't tell a story. He didn't give an example of of how to live out the kingdom of God. Um, like, in a, there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't even remember off the top. There's probably like what I think like thirty six something. Oh, there's a. A couple. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> at least 10. At least 10 parables. Uh, there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about probably, you know, if you're if we say 36 different parables, there's 36 things about the kingdom of God. There's yeah. 36 things that, that the Son of God talks about so that we can understand them. Mm-hmm. Not so that they'll be over our heads, but those who want to earnestly seek the kingdom of God, Jesus has plainly laid it out for them. And that's a huge blessing. The parables are a huge blessing to the Christians right now. Um, and it kind of just shows, I think, God's providence a little bit. Yeah. Um, that these parables weren't just for the disciples. They weren't just for the crowds or, or even the Pharisees who were listening to them. Mm. Um, they're for us today yeah. to apply to our life and to earnestly seek them. Yeah. Um, so the benefit in these parables, there's so many, mm-hmm. there are so many different types of benefits from these parables, but for one, it makes the truth relevant. Yeah. We can apply it to our lives. We can, um, we can show forgiveness because we know how, because Jesus has plainly shown us how to forgive. Um, and there's a there's parables on forgiveness. There's parables on uh, loving your enemies. There's per- so many different types out there. If you're struggling with it, really anything, you could probably just about find a parable that would apply to it. Yeah. You know, just so that we would have some practical way to grow mm-hmm. in our Christian walk to 
have this real life example of how to live our Christian life, how to live our Christian walk. And I don't know about you, but if Jesus just came out rambling off a bunch of facts, <laughs> I wouldn't retain those as much as I do the prodigal son, as yeah. much as if you ask if you ask a believer and even sometimes a non-believer, especially in America, they just about someone knows at least mm-hmm. one parable. Yeah. They've heard at least they've heard about the good Samaritan. They've heard about the prodigal son. They've they've heard so many they've heard about the four soils. They've heard about all these different parables because they're so easily retainable. Yeah. The message is especially to us Christians now because we see the big picture, we don't we don't really have a reason not to understand it because we have the whole Bible. We have we have God's word. God shows us how to understand it. Mm. Um, and that's a huge blessing yeah. to be able to retain a message about the kingdom of God, about how to be a better Christian, how to, how to really be the hands and feet of God, yeah. you know, in the, in the bigger picture, because that's what we are. And really when you understand these parables, when we understand why Jesus talked about them, when we understand, you know, what it is, why it's good for me to retain it, why it's good for me to apply it to my life, then you begin to grow as a believer. You begin to mature as a believer. You begin to be able to not only teach these parables with words, but teach these parables with your life. Mm-hmm. And I think this is exactly what Jesus did when he talked about parables. They're so, I shouldn't say easy, because they're not always easy yeah. to do, but they can be done. He shows us through, his, through, through these stories that forgiveness can be done, that loving your neighbor, everyone around you, can be done. Um, and we know, because we have the whole Bible, that we need Jesus in every aspect of that. And taking that even further just the the multi-layered multi-faceted aspect of, of some of the parables like let's break down the prodigal son like it's like what you said mm-hmm. phil these stories are told in such a way that they're applicable across time like if jesus just talked about how the pharisees are running you guys into the dirt okay how is that applicable to yeah. us today oh that's a great history lesson but telling a story uh, of a of a son of a child who mm-hmm. goes off and disrespects who squanders his family's wealth because he's selfish he's just having this selfish moment and then he realizes that he's made a mistake what does he do he goes back and he asks for forgiveness and what does the father do he forgives him so when you're a father and you have a child who screws up what do you do you forgive them and you help them make it mm-hmm. right when you're a child or when you're in someone who is in a lesser position and you screw up, what do you do? You go back and you ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Like the lessons he told are multifaceted. You can look at them from multiple perspectives. And like what you said, they're as applicable today as they were then. Yeah. And just, uh, it's funny because when you think about, you know, some of these parables that Jesus talked about, not only does the common man understand them, but a lot of times 
how do I want to say this, but they were like pot shots at uh, the Pharisees. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you should be doing. This is the bad thing that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't need to live like that. This is, those are the types of things he would say in his parables. Now they would all be different in the topics, but there's so many of these, these parables where the Pharisees had to know Jesus is talking Mm -hmm. about them. This is the things you're doing wrong. You're being, you're, you're these tombs, your whitewashed tombs, you know, your dirty cups, (laughs) you know, these, those aren't, those, when he says are not parables because he's speaking directly to them, but there's so many different things where he's telling these stories that can, the Pharisees are like, oh, he's talking about me, you know, and obviously they didn't like that. Um, but there's so many different benefits. Like I said, we're not even, we couldn't even cover all the benefits um, or even the reasons. You think about how many lives were could be changed by a parable. Mm. And they were in the, in the New Testament for sure. But even today, someone who understands the, the prodigal son, who, who has lived the life of, of the prodigal, yeah. you know, they're going to be able to understand that. Someone who maybe didn't do the, you know, the wild living and, and threw away all their money and, and living in the pig pen, whatever, might not be able to understand that parable, but might understand a different parable. You can just about apply at least one parable to your life, mm-hmm. no matter where you're at. Um, and that shows me that there's growth in every single aspect of the Christian life, that we're to never not be growing. And I think the parables illustrate that pretty well yeah. in all in all areas, even for the unbeliever and the believer, because the parables weren't just for those who didn't believe so that they would believe or some of the things that Jesus talks about, but therefore the the Christian who, who needs to learn how to, to show love and the Christian who needs to learn how to be righteous and, and some of these things that were unknown. They didn't know how to, to live righteous. They only knew what the Pharisees said, yeah. how to live righteous. But but the Pharisees got it all wrong. Mm. And through these parables, Jesus was trying to correct the wrongs, trying to show them that they've, they have a lot of things messed up, that they've messed a lot of things up. And the Son of God is here to, <laughs> to fix it. <laughs> He's here to, to, to help. And he definitely does that. So, like we said, the parables, the benefit of them, it makes the truth relevant. It makes the truth practical. It also helps us retain the message. And the reason why Jesus talked in them, he fulfilled prophecy because of it. He he revealed truths that we didn't know. And he helped illustrate them. Mm. Helped show us things. Helped show us how to apply it to our lives. Redefined terms for the Christian life, what's your neighbor, who's your enemy, those types of things, what to do when it, when you have an enemy. All these different things are talked about in all these different types of parables that Jesus, the Son of God, talks about. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important. You sh- A person needs to, to have a basic understanding of the parables. You yeah. got to know why, he, why Jesus talked about, talked in parables, so that you can better understand the things 
in the parables. Mm. And like we've said before, me and Ben are not biblical scholars. <laughs> we're just we're we're looking at a passage and we're we're trying to learn just as much as anybody else is. Yeah. And just by I think both of us would say just by doing a little bit of research, just by studying a little bit more, I've grown a better understanding of what these parables were all about. Mm. You know, why he did what he why he taught the way he taught. Yeah. Um so Ben, you know, we'll kind of switch directions here. What is your favorite parable? What's your favorite parable that that Jesus um, has taught? Uh, Phil, I I have down two. I have down the prodigal son and the good Samaritan. I know you're gonna Classics. talk about one of them, <laughs> so I'm gonna stick with the good Samaritan and hope you're gonna talk about the prodigal son. <laughs> um, I like the prodigal. I like the good Samaritan. <laughs> Uh, because like what we were talking about, there's just so much going on. You can see things uh, from the perspective of the Good Samaritan, of the person getting robbed on the road, of the innkeeper, mm-hmm. of, of one of the people who ignores the person on the road. And mm-hmm. if you're in a really bl- bad place, maybe you're one of the robbers or the muggers who attack the guy on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just some of the the present day applications and some of the biblical applications, like talking about Samaritans, you know, Samaritans were not good people in the Bible. They were looked at as uh, heretics almost. Mm -hmm. And the way that Jesus used that story to talk about so many different things at once. I really uh, like that one. And it's, and it's one that New Life and New Life Ministries uses a lot because we consider ourselves to be the innkeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Phil? So, like you said, um, I think my favorite is the, the prodigal son um, for a lot of different reasons. But I think the prodigal son illustrates very well how we should be forgiving, but also mainly how our Father in Heaven mm-hmm. forgives. Um, you know, you get this this picture of a sinful man, a sinful lifestyle, um, a sinful attitude in the beginning, and a person who wants to come home, knows that they, they need to come home to not only be back home, but also for survival. You know, they need the Father um, for survival, and they're, they're realizing that um, through their crazy living, through their crazy life, because they lost it all. And that's the life that sin gives us is a, is a crazy life, a messy life. Um, and a life that, that never gives back. Mm. So you get this picture of this son coming back and basically I'm going to be a servant. You know, I'm going to, I'll just work for him, you know, just so that I, I can make it. And the father comes in sees him, runs to him, kisses him, hugs him. And there towards the you know the there towards the end of all this that's happening, he says, you know, my my son, he was lost. But now he's found. Mm. And I think that is exactly how we were. We were lost, but now through Jesus Christ, we're found. Yeah. You know, we're back. We're alive. Um and there's a there's some deeper stuff in that, and I think this is one of those pot shots at the Pharisees <laughs> when we go into the the older brother, um, but we also see um, that the father cares for all, and he wants all to to be found. He wants all to to have a relationship with him. Yeah. All in this 
I think probably very easy to to apply to our lives and yeah. and just if anyone was curious, uh, prodigal son is in in Luke chapter fifteen and it's eleven through through thirty two, and I think both of those, the Good Samaritan, there's so many aspects in the Good Samaritan. Yeah. I I love the Good Samaritan too. I like I like the parable about the four soils. Yeah, there's four four different viewpoints right there. Four four different things that are happening that I'm sure. Most people fall into one of those categories. Yeah. Um, and the whole effort aspect of it. Like, three of the four soils just didn't work. Yeah. So you got to apply that to your life. Maybe most of the time things aren't going to work out, but the time that does work out is going to make up for all of it. Mm-hmm. That's hard to accept. Yeah. Um, and like you said with the Good Samaritan, there's so many different... You could fall into so many of one of those people that, that mm-hmm. Jesus is talking about. You could, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy how many viewpoints that are in that and how many things that are going on. Because um, there's a lot going on in that. Just yeah. like in a lot of the the, the parables. And, and even with the prodigal son, I would encourage you to read the two before that because they're all in that same line. The the lost coin, the, the lost sheep, all these things that are that are in there. It just shows us how just God is, how loving, compassionate, merciful, and how He abounds in grace. Yeah. And I think the the that's exactly what basically every single one of those parables illustrate. One of one of those things, or or multiple things, or all those things, and I'm just beyond thankful that that's the way Jesus taught us. That's yeah. the way Jesus. Uh, showed us how to live, how to to act right, how to be just, how to be how to be righteous people, not as as some proud Pharisee, but out of gentleness and compassion and and love for for our neighbors. Yeah, well, and even what you just said, talking about the prodigal son, just gave me a new perspective. That idea of the son not necessarily going back because he loves his dad and he wants to make amends. Mm-hmm. It, there's an aspect there of, I'm going to die out here. I need to go back to where I will be safe. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes in our lives, we're not going back because we quote unquote want to. It's because we need to. Yeah. And and that's exactly right. So we'll, we'll go ahead and end it there. Like I said, we're not biblical scholars. I would encourage you uh, to look it up, research it, find some good stuff mm. on the parables, study the parables, figure out what all the parables are about. Um, there's nothing wrong with studying no. the Word of God. It's very good uh, for you to do it because it gives you a deeper understanding exactly what Jesus wanted to happen through the parables. But our weekly verse this week is Matthew 16, 16, which says, Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. So just a quick reminder that that here at Kingdom Faith, we're affiliated with New Life Fellowship Church and New Life Ministries. Um, we just want to ask you if you, if you want to give something, if you want to give to to the meal ministry that we do here in Huntington, the, the Women's Life House or the Women and Children's House uh, that we do, you can go to uh, newlifeministries-indiana.com um, and you can donate there. Okay, well, that concludes the episode of Kingdom Faith for this week. Be looking online. We have, we have some stuff 
coming up in the works. I don't know if we're making any announcements yet, but we have some stuff coming up. So just be watching, be paying attention. Check us out on Facebook and give us a like there. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Things.